Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. For more information and to donate online, go to 3cr.org.au. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Dirt Radio. Organic. Friends of the Earth. Activism. Underground. Political action. Necessary. Wind farms. Indigenous struggles. Land rights. Anti-nuclear. Nanotechnology. Climate change. Coal barons. Mining magnates. Activists. Educating. Communities. Transforming. Communities. Mobilising a sustainable planet. Get involved now. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. Good morning and welcome to Dirt Radio, Friends of the Earth's radio show on 3CR. We are coming to you live from the studio in Fitzroy and I would like to start by acknowledging the traditional owners of these lands, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Sovereignty has never been ceded. I'm Megan Williams, and I'm pleased to be back for my first show of this decade. Props to my co-host, Phil, for the summer series, and M for last week's show. Now, it's only mid-February, but what a year it's been. My heart goes out to all the bushfire victims, flood victims, and everyone on the front line of this climate crisis, including First Nations people across so-called Australia. With so much going on, it's no surprise that the Act on Climate Collective has hit the ground running. In a matter of weeks, uh, the Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews will be locking in the state's emissions reductions targets for 2025 and 2030. On the weekend, community members got together in the Premier's electorate to spell out a human sign that said less than 1.5 degrees. Your favourite Dirt Radio correspondent, Megan Williams, was down there at the heart of the action. So first we'll be hearing a snippet from the speeches, uh, a bit by school striker Sam Gelvin. And followed that, following that, we will have a discussion with John Knox and Emma Sanford from the Act on Climate Collective, who are joining me in the studio. How are you guys going today? Great. Great. Yeah, good. Thanks to be here. Yep. Yeah, fired up after the weekend. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's a, it was a great action. <laughs> it really was. Uh, so that's all coming up after this community service announcement. The Transitions Film Festival returns to Cinema Nova this February with a selection of cutting-edge documentaries about what it means to be human. Featuring local and international documentaries, the festival covers social and technological innovations, big ideas and changemakers leading the way to a better world. Themes include art, activism, climate change, resilience, artificial intelligence and the future of our planet. Transitions Film Festival February 20 to March 6 at Cinema Nova and venues across Melbourne. Head to transitionsfilmfestival.com for details. A 3CR supporter. Imagine this. Imagine having the highest amount of carbon emissions in the world per capita. 
Imagine using and exporting an energy source that quite literally sets our world on fire. And imagine having the people who govern the country responsible think, hey, that's a great idea. Well, we can't imagine it because we live it. And we live it every single day. I'm not sure about you, but I feel it's kind of time we moved on. Now, there's no doubt about it, and I know every single one of you here know it. Renewables are our future. They need to be. We have no other option. We've already seen what happens if we don't take action. We literally lit up on flames, and now we are drowning while still being lit up on flames. These have both happened in the snap of a second. We haven't had time to process this. Both have detrimental effects on our climate, both caused by the fossil fuel industry. That's why the Andrews government must set high emission reduction targets for 2025 and the 2030s. Victoria is known for its progression, known for being bold and courageous when it comes to new and radical ideas. And we need to continue this pattern for our futures, for our children's futures, for our grandchildren's futures and every other generation to come after that. Because let me tell you, it's going to be my generation and the next ones to come who are going to be affected first and worst by this crisis. It's going to be my generation and the next ones to come who are going to suffer because of our government's inaction and, um, and mistakes. I ask you this, Dan Andrews, what future do you want to leave your people? What legacy do you want to leave behind? When the world's in ruins and Australia is in ashes, do you want to be remembered as the Premier who had the opportunity to save us, but who was too scared to take action? Or the Premier who rose to the challenge of the climate crisis and led Australia to a better, sustainable future? In the end, it's up to you. All we ask is that you listen to us, listen to the people. They are crying out for you to take action, Premier Andrews. And all you need to do is answer the call, the call to action. However, if you decide that you don't feel like taking ambitious action, that your personal and economic interests are more important than the citizens of Victoria, than us, then you'll have to face the hundreds of thousands of people in this state and further this country who want one thing, a future. And let me tell you, Premier Andrews, when people want to live, they will fight. They will fight like their lives depend on it, because in this case, it really does. So we just made a massive human sign, an enormous billboard, if you will, advertising that we demand climate justice. We demand ambitious emission reduction targets. Our future, Mother Nature's future, should not be based on political power struggles or whether you get voted in or not.
It should be based on science and more importantly, the wisdom of the first peoples of this land. You're listening to Dirt Radio on 3CR. And what we've just heard was one of the speeches given at the Human Sign protest on the weekend, where the Friends of the Earth Collective Act on Climate spelled out less than 1.5 degrees as a directive for Daniel Andrews to set emissions reductions targets in line with the science that says globally we need to limit warming to less than 1.5 degrees if we are to avoid the most catastrophic impacts of the impending climate crisis. Joining me in studio is Emma Sanford and John Knox from the Act on Climate Collective. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Now, uh, we've just heard school striker Sam Gelvin's speech from the action. What really stands out to you about the significance of this action? I think the fact that it was in the southeastern suburbs of Melbourne showing that climate action, climate justice isn't just an issue for the inner city woke latte sippers, as we're disparagingly called, that climate change is going to affect all of us and suburban people are really concerned as well. And it was so fabulous that we could hold our human sign event at Monash Uni on the very border of Dan Andrews electorate and show him that people in his neighbourhood care about the issues. Um, We'd actually initially planned to have this action in Dan's electorate. Um, We'd planned to have it in Gells Park, Uh, but we couldn't because um, at the time that we were trying to organise it, uh, the state was on fire and the the, uh, park service wouldn't wouldn't allow us to have the event in the park because they were devoting all of their resources to the fires. Mm. So... Yeah. It's pretty ironic that yeah. uh, the climate crisis is <clears throat> stopping us from doing climate protests. Truly. <laughs> so how do you think it went over the weekend? Oh, it was such a fabulous day. We estimate that we had about just over 300 people there to help us make the sign. And actually, John had made a fabulous map uh, calculating how many people he needed <laughs> in each part of the sign. <laughs> and he calculated for about 150 people. And then we had 300, so we quickly had to uh, decide what to do with these excess people. (laughs) And that ended up being um, really great. We had them form a circle around the sign and sort of really uh, put that in a border, and that looked fabulous. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, the visuals really came out well, um, that the aerial shot of the 1.5 degrees is like, it's very clear. Yeah. Yeah, actually, John, do you want to tell us, like, how did you do that? Like, how did you work out where to put the people (laughs) just graph paper basically (laughs) um yeah i just had basically the this the size of people uh, an average sort of person and um just put over overlaid that on graph paper the less than 1.5 degrees c um and just started filling in people (laughs) in that area um it's really not difficult to do but um, uh, one thing I've taken away from this action is, is that you need a, uh, a stretch goal. If you get more people, then maybe you, you need another sign that is bigger so as you can have all of the people actually in the sign itself. Mm. Yeah. It's pretty hard. Like, I mean, it's a really good problem to have, isn't it? <laughs> it sure <laughs> is. Oh, no, my sign's not big enough. <laughs> yes. 
Um, I want to mention as well that we had fabulous media coverage on the day. We had Channel 7, 9 and the ABC in attendance. And that evening we were something like news item number three on the Channel 7 News. And they devoted pretty much yeah three minutes to, uh, to covering the action. And uh, it was really positive. Uh, it was a great report. Yeah, really great to see the mainstream media uh, get behind this action. But of course... It's nothing in comparison to the sort of airtime you get on Dirt Radio. <laughs> of course, yes. Um, so what's next for the Act on Climate Collective? Obviously, this action went really well. There's no way the Premier's missed it. No. Um, you know, he's gearing up to announce the state's emissions reductions targets. Where are we going to see Act on Climate go? Um, well, the, those targets are going to be set by Cabinet at the end of March. Um, we don't expect to hear what they are probably until after the budget. But up until the end of March, we've got a number of actions happening. Um, yeah, so we did some fundraising on Sunday. We raised over $900 just from the people who were there on the day, which was so encouraging. Fantastic. Mm. And that money will go towards uh, putting some ads in local newspapers in Dan Andrews electorate. And we'd also like to uh, print and professionally frame a photograph of our sign and deliver it to the Premier. Oh, yeah, that's very exciting. Mm. So that'll happen in the next couple of weeks, I imagine. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So as of today, we have six weeks left. That's uh, our window of influence, six weeks until the 31st of March, and that decision is locked in. So we're going pretty crazy with actions for the next six weeks. Um Maybe John wants to talk more about one of his ideas, but we're, we're also <laughs> thinking of doing a lapathon uh, by bicycle around Parliament House oh, uh, yeah. sometime in March. A hundred laps for climate action. It'll yeah. be a relay. It won't just be yeah. John. It'll be all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's planned for around about the 17th of March. So two weeks before the decision is ma is to be made. Yeah. Um, and in a sitting week in Parliament. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's that's one of the things. Uh, there's also a um, a uh, the uh, Sydney Road mm -hmm. Festival. Uh, we're going to be at that as well. Right. Um, but yeah. So if you're listening and you go into the Sydney Road Festival, drop in at the Act on Climate stall yeah. to uh, to get involved and help out. I mean, I really love this bike ride idea. It um, is reminiscent of the old critical mass um, mm. bike rides. Yeah. So what you imagine, just a bunch of people just doing laps around Parliament House and dinging their bells? Or? Well, it's, it's possible that we'll get that many people on bikes, but we've got a, a, a couple of bikes with trailers that can take signs mm. and so just doing uh doing laps of uh of parliament on those bikes uh you'll hopefully have them uh halfway between each so that you get people coming past on a very regular basis and that can uh that can actually um advertise the fact that this this is actually happening now Fantastic. Yeah. I should just mention while it's in my head that we're actually doing a repeat of the human sign. Ah, so yeah. if you're listening and you want to be involved and you missed out on Sunday, you can join us up at Hepburn Wind um, in regional Victoria on the 29th of February. So that's in about a week and a half's time. And we'll be doing the human sign again, supported by Hepburn Wind, which is a community owned wind farm, I believe. 
fantastic. So you can have a tour of a wind farm and uh, send a strong message to the Premier yeah. on the same day. And I'll be making a stretch limit <laughs> sign for that. John will have several that day. <laughs> uh, fantastic. And so do we know what bold and ambitious uh, targets would look like? Like is there kind of a ballpark figure that we're hoping to see the Premier set? Um, well, uh, as far as uh, like in order to uh, inform the, the Andrews government, they, they got um, Greg Combay and a group of climate scientists uh, together and they produced the Combay report last year. And they actually said that in order to, um, in order to keep within 1.5 degrees C, the straight line uh, targets should be 43% by 2025 and 67% by 2030. Now, as you'd expect, the early emission reductions are going to be easier to achieve than the later ones. So um, we should really try for greater ambition, at least 50% by 2025 and 75% by 2030. Otherwise, we're going to find that when, when we won't have enough time to get those harder emissions at the end. So we're, we're looking at 75% by 2030. Now the Andrews government in 2017, together with other, uh, other state governments in Australia, actually signed up to the, um, the Climate Leadership Declaration to keep, um, keep um, emissions low enough to uh, allow for that the global heating to stay below 1.5 degrees C. So uh, last night on Q&A, they had a thing on trust. If the Andrews government is to be believed, then they should be aiming for that 1.5 degree limit. Absolutely. And just remind me, like when we talk about emissions reductions targets... We want to reduce emissions by 75% on the... 2005 levels. Right. We're, we're currently uh, on target to uh, have our emissions reduction, uh, emissions reduced by 20% this year. Right. So you're not talking from, from, yeah, from the start of this year. So we've got to add on to that a further... Um, a further um, 30%, 35% by 2025, and then stretch that out to 55%, another 55% to make that 75% mm. by 2030. Mm. So just to make sure I got this right, <coughs> excuse me, um, that means that the amount of greenhouse gases being produced in Victoria in 2005 was 20% more than what we're expecting to produce at, by the end of this year, is that? Uh, in 2005, yeah. The, the, the levels in 2005, um, uh, that is the baseline. We are actually 20% below that at present. Right. Yeah. So, or will we'll be by the end of the year. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I, I should add as well that what we're aiming for ultimately and the Victorian government and all states in Australia have committed to this is this net zero emissions target uh, by 2050. And notably, the federal government hasn't committed to that yet. So, uh, yeah, 
this is the chance we have here at the state <laughs> level to actually achieve some comprehensive climate action. Yeah. So if we're going to see that net zero, it really has to come from the states right now. Truly. Yeah. And it's all all uh, all state governments have signed up to this. So that's of all p- political stripes have signed up to net zero by 2050, yet the federal government just seems to be missing in action. Mm, I wonder what could be happening there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just brings us to just about out of time. Uh, for people listening who are energised by the action that's going on and, you know, inspired by the level of science-based campaigning that you're doing here, like, what are the best ways for them to get involved? Uh, well, every week we have a uh, on a Monday night at 6pm at uh, Friends of the Earth in Smith, Smith Street. Um, we have a weekly meeting. Uh, anybody is welcome. Um, and what time's that? That that starts at 6 p.m. and goes till 7:30, and it's uh, yeah, it's 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 like a a big family. It's it's wonderful. It is an absolute hive of activity, actually. Like, <laughs> God, you can hardly get out the door sometimes. <laughs> and is there anything online, Emma, that people can sign up to if they want to get more information, hear about the upcoming actions? Uh, we do have a postcard petition running at the moment, so printed postcards, and also it's online now as well. Uh, so people can sign that and it'll go to Premier Dan Andrews. And also we've got... Uh, uh, what else do we have, John? Uh, we have the Facebook page, of yep. course, for Act on Climate Collective. Yep, get um, all the news there. Yep. And we yeah. will put the link to that action in the show notes today. So if you're listening, jump online at 3cr.org.au forward slash dirt radio and you can find the link there. Well, Emma and John, thank you so much for joining us. It's been incredibly interesting. Thank you. Thank you. So, here you are, too foreign for home, too foreign for here, never enough for both. Idioma umebinyo, diaspora blues. What makes you smile and adds a spring to your step? What does it mean to belong and how do we build a home away from home? Diaspora Blues is a show that contemplates what is and what could be. Join Busto and Bigwa every Monday at 2.30 on 3CR Community Radio. Produced by Ayan. We're excited to be launching on March 2nd. Connect with us by following the show on Instagram at 3cr.diasporablues. You're listening to Dirt Radio on 3CR. My name's Megan, and today we've been talking about the human sign action that the Act on Climate Collective put on in uh, Daniel Andrews' seat just at Monash Uni on Sunday. Of course, if you missed the interview or any of our shows, you can always catch up on the podcasts available at 3cr.org.au slash dirtradio. And if you're interested in finding out more about the Act on Climate Collective, get on down to the collective meetings, 6pm on Mondays at Friends of the Earth, and jump online to sign the postcard, send Daniel Andrews a postcard telling him to set bold and ambitious emissions reductions targets. Now, feed Radical Radio. 
Uh, we are doing a subscriber drive right now. You can sign up to support our work and keep these in- important stories on the air. Uh, and subscribe now by calling 94198377. So where else would you go for your radical radio news? And coming up at Friends of the Earth this week uh, is a banner painting. We're going to say yes to offshore wind and no to gas, bringing together two of Friends of the Earth's most prominent collectives, the work of the Est Renewables Collective and the work of the Lock the Gate Alliance and the Coal and Gas Free Vic that worked at Friends of the Earth for many years. So get along to that. That is today at 5pm. We're painting a big banner uh, so that we're ready for all the upcoming actions. And on Saturday, it is a National Day of Action for the Climate Crisis. That is, it's going to be a massive protest down at the State Library uh, of Victoria, Saturday, 2pm. So if you are outraged about what's been happening Uh, with this climate crisis or, in fact, what hasn't been happening in terms of action, then get on down to this protest. Uh, And if that's not for you, there is a film screening at the Transitions Film Festival called When the River Runs Dry that will be telling the story of the destruction of the Menindee Lakes and the Barker, the Darling River. Uh, That is... Also at 2pm on Sunday, there's only a few tickets left. You can jump online to the Friends of the Earth page and buy a ticket, support the River Country Collective and learn more at the Transitions Film Festival. And that's just about all we have time for today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Dirt Radio on 3CR. For a bit of a change, uh, we're actually going to go out on a few little interviews that I took down at the Human Sign. So just to get, just if you haven't had enough of the stories, you're in luck because we've got a few more to come uh, as we close out the show. So until next time, goodbye. What do we want? What do we want it? Now! What do we want? And when do we want it? Now! What? What happened here today? Today we were doing a human sign to demand for a science-based emission reduction target. So how do you think the action went today? Oh, brilliantly. I, I can't believe the number of people we, we've got today. Everyone was anticipating some, some inclement uh, weather there, so the numbers, I think, exceeded expectations, absolutely. How many people do you think are here? I reckon it's got to be close to about 300 easily, yeah. And what kind of message do you think this sends to the Premier? Well, I think it's a really important message because it's actually in the Premier's electorate. I know environmental groups have often been criticised of being inner city based. Well, this is out in electorate with local people on the ground sending the Premier a very powerful message about, uh, about emissions targets. Summer Brambleby. I'm part of School Strike for Climate the Hills. Finlay Carter, I'm from School Strike for Climate the Hills. I currently reside within the town of Belgrave. And what did you think about the action today? I, it was just, it was really cool. It was, yeah, you could tell that everyone was really passionate about it. And it was just a really good community feel, yeah. Have you ever come to a human sign action before? 
No, this will be my first one in terms of making a sign out of people myself. But uh, other events such as uh, going into the local strikes within the cities, going to all the major ones, I've been going to every single one since September of 2018. And it's, what I like about the most is it's just like the sign of solidarity with, between all people, no matter, no matter what, what, whatever you associate with, whatever your beliefs are, is that the thing that we all come together in order to support for a cause in which will help to shape the future. And what do you think this action says to the Premier? I think it really tells him that we're going to fight till the end for what we think is right because it's it is our future and it's like it's so important that people understand this right now because when everything does like fail in the future then you can't do anything about it we need to act now because in the future it'll be too late and what would you like to see Daniel Andrews do? Well, since he's a part of the Labour Party and the so-called uh, party of the working class, is if he wants to listen to the people of the working class and wants to act upon it and make himself look good as well as his uh, party or his own interests, he should listen to the people who come from these working class households and those who are, who are being affected as the 99%. Uh, my name's Liz. I'm from Lalal near Ballarat. And what did you think of today's action? It was really great to see so many people here ready to support Prem Premier Andrews to take strong science-based action by setting really good um, emission reduction targets. Last year I um, connected with the Friends of the Earth Act on Climate campaign um, and started lobbying my local MPs because they need to hear our voices to, to tell the world what we need to do and to tell the Victorian Government we need to act now. We really need to see strong, science-based, bold, ambitious targets in line with keeping global warming to less than 1.5 to mitigate the absolute worst of the, the climate crisis. It's just absolutely necessary.